Seals show. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Happy Tuesday. I'm Amanda Seals. I've been riddled with anxiety all day. I don't know why. Uh, maybe we'll get to the bottom of it by the end of the show. We're here with Jeremiah like the Bible. Mm-hmm. You all can't see him because we don't post videos yet, but just know that he has angled the camera so that you cannot see <laughs> his hairline between haircuts. Listen, you have to do what you have to do in this, in this economy, in this life, for your mental health. So what are you doing? Like, you're just, like, stre- spreading out haircuts? Well, no, it's weird because, like, some of like, a faded front. Yeah. I don't need a full haircut, but this part is, like, growing back because uh-huh. my, my hairline just grows back faster for whatever reason. So it just looks weird. Can you, I mean, you're an artist, though. I feel like that's something you could learn how to, like, shape up yourself. I mean, I could. I just haven't done it. And I don't really look at it. And so I'm like looking at the camera. I'm like, oh, I need to fix that. I used to um, shape up hairlines in, really? in college. Yes. That's I mean, I think it just let me do it just because I was cute. But whatever the case, I was efficient at the job. They must have really thought you was cute because you messed that up. That could be social suicide. Yeah, no, I was shaping up hairlines. I would hit the back of the neck. <laughs> Um, the back of the neck, it depend on, well, I have long hair, so if you mess with the back of the neck, it's fine. You just put the hair down. I've definitely seen people take that back of the neck up way too high. And I think it might be a, a, a Canada thing, because have really? you seen Wiggins? I haven't. Well, Wiggins on the uh, Warriors, the back of his neck is really... It is. And there's another Canada player, I can't remember who, but his, his back of his neck is real high too. And I'm just like, is this a Drake thing? Is this, is this how they do it in the six? I mean, people do love a little, they try to be different. Like, I'm gonna do something different. There's no, guys can do that that much with their hair. So it's like, if I can do something a little bit different, I'm cool. Baby, get a half moon part and keep it moving. Okay? You're showing too much back of the neck. It feels weird. How do you feel about a rat tail situation? It depends. Like, some people can pull off a rat tail. What's the young man who's on uh, uh, Greenwich? Trevor Jackson. Trevor Jackson. He pulls off a rat tail, but I feel like he has a certain demeanor. Like, could Wesley Snipes... Could Wesley Snipes pull off a, grass, a, a rat tail at this age? I don't think so. Well, at this age, I don't think anybody... At that age, no one should have a rat tail. I don't think you should be... Sure. I also don't know if I really think, like, light-skinned dudes should rock a rat tail, rat tail. I don't know why, but it just feels like it doesn't... It doesn't feel like it's going to work. So Jesse Williams, no rat tail. No. <laughs> what if Jesse Williams showed up with cornrows like Shamar Moore in a Tyler Perry film? Hey, stranger things have happened. He might actually have been in a Tyler Perry film at some point with cornrows. It's possible. It is possible. <laughs> but you know what's actually not just possible, but actually realistically going to happen? What? Black here at News. You're right. Because if y'all didn't know, the NAACP issued a travel advisory for us to avoid Florida. Didn't we already know about this? Or were I, they thinking about it? I think they were it? thinking about it. Okay. I think there was like talks in the air, but it's out now. It's confirmed. Plus, Instagram's appearing a Twitter-like app to be launched this summer. So a new social media app is on the, on the frontier. Plus, a travel influencer was mom shame because she was in first class while her child was in coach. Listen. So we're going to talk about that. Plus, 60 second headlines. So we have all that coming up. Um, but nonetheless, we're going to be here rocking out with you for the next few hours. So stick around with us. Hit me up. one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. Show it's Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah, like the Bible. Hello, Jeremiah. I gotta tell you, my anxiety is like debilitating today, so you can be talking a lot. I mean, it's probably because of this first story we gotta get into <laughs> because the NAACP issued a travel advisory and told us to avoid 
the state of Florida. My mama literally lives in Florida. She got to avoid it. I literally have to go to Florida. Mm -hmm. She got to avoid it. <laughs> because apparently they said Florida has become hostile to black Americans under the leadership of Ron DeSantis, which is accurate AF. I could agree with that. Also, they even said for like LGBTQ people. I was going to say, I mean, like it's, even more, it's, it's even more hostile to LGBTQ folks so at this black point. And LGBTQ, you got to move to, uh, I was say Memphis, but maybe. I was going to say Tennessee no. is absolutely not anywhere for you to be. Atlanta is actually a great place for black You know people. where you should go? Where? Mozambique. <laughs> you got to get a passport first. You got to head on out of here. And the this... passport line is long. From what I hear online. You did say <laughs> that people are traveling out of state to get a passport. Yeah, they said they backed up. Um, but this is not the only thing that's going on in Florida. So they have a travel advisory from mm -hmm. NAACP. But also, you know, Ron DeSantis have been, has been boxing with Disney for the longest. I feel like that's not really a fair okay. assessment. Really? Like they're boxing and he's slap boxing. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> well, they came back and said they're scrapping their plans for a new billion dollar campus in Florida. And unfortunately, this is going to create like lots of jobs for Florida. Like 2,000 jobs out the yes, window. Yes, yes. A lot of white collar jobs. Um, they said they were changing because of change. They were moving for a changing business conditions. That's what they said. But I really think it's because they want to spite <laughs> Ron DeSantis. Oh, you think? No, that's absolutely why they're changing. The question becomes like, where are they going or if where they're they going to do this somewhere else, right? Mm -hmm. Like, are they about to build Disney World somewhere else? Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, like we get so comfortable in the fact that like things are just are what they, they are, are, but that right. doesn't mean they have to remain that mm -hmm. way. I mm -hmm. mean, once upon a time, there was no Disney World. There was just Disneyland. It was just swamp land in For Florida. real. Yes. So if this is the thing that's going to push, you know, Disney to another place, my question is, where is it going to be? Are we going to have Disney in New Orleans? Disneyland, and New York. Disneyland, Disneyland New Harlem. York. Disneyland, New York. Disneyland, Harlem. You know what I'm saying? Like, are they about to build a Disney, like, on the water? And so it's merry time and they don't mm. got to follow nobody's laws? I mean, low-key, Disney, New Orleans, we got a, a nice thing to I it. like the sound of Disney, New Orleans. So but that means Cinderella's castle would be like Tiana's swamp, maybe? That would be fun. <laughs> but New Orleans don't like black people or gay people either. <laughs> BT way BT dubs. So, you know, I don't know. But the, the reality is, is that the state of Florida is a mess. The state of the state of Florida is a mess. Because mm -hmm. isn't there something else there going is. Oh, yes. yes. So, Hit me you with know, this they've one. been like canceling all of the DEI programs. Right. They also said you can't talk about black African-American AP courses. Well, surprisingly, Asian-American history is not on that list because <laughs> Florida schools are now requiring schools teach Asian American and Pacific Islander history. So here's the real reason and the tea behind this. Give us the tea because that's on paper. You're like, oh, that's great. No, that that that. The tea behind this is that okay, white supremacy needs other people to to, to be a part of upholding mm -hmm. its tenets. So who are a, not white. Who are not white. Mm -hmm. So there's a triangulation that is necessary for white supremacy to ex exist. Meaning, white supremacy has to be at the top. There mm -hmm. has to be a middle ground mm -hmm. that is holding its proximity to whiteness as priority over being in partnership with the people who they're oppressing, right? Yes. So black folks are at the bottom. They right. are always oppressing black folks at the bottom. This is all LGBTQ, but if we're going to keep it just to conversations around ethnicity and culture, let's talk about black folks being at the bottom, mm -hmm. right? So when we look at the Asian, uh, uh, the Asian population, they have always been a part of the triangulation uh, ever since like post antebellum, right? Mm -hmm. Now, in the beginning of the the World War One situation, they was like, oh, we don't like the Asians, but they were like, actually, we can use y'all, right? Even after the, uh, even after World War Two, and then being put in camps, et cetera. Right. So what the they've Japanese been doing is turning them into what's called the model minority. Mm -hmm. So what we're seeing is them saying, we're going to center this so that this group 
feels like we're being seen. What's the big deal? Right. And therefore does not feel like they need to partner with the group that is on the bottom, which is black folks. Side note, I also just learned that apparently the reason why they are all these Asian owned businesses in black neighborhoods is because they would not let Asian owned neighborhoods. They would not let Asian Asian owned businesses in white neighborhoods. Didn't know that. And said, okay, you got to go over here and you can have businesses in those neighborhoods. And there was also like a whole situation with the economics of it. I'm going to do more research and come and come back to it. But the point is, this is not a win. It is actually a ploy. And when people were upset that the Biden administration had passed this, you know, protection for AAPI, but they hadn't Mm -hmm. passed black folks, they were absolutely right in feeling upset about that because Mm -hmm. ultimately it once again uplifts this and upholds this. Now, for the record, I don't know that he even knows that that's where it is. You know, I think maybe in his mind, he's like, we're doing something good. Right. But nonetheless, we have to look at this. And if you are an actual ally and co-conspirator that considers yourself a part of the AAPI community, you wouldn't look at this as a win either. Right. You got to keep your head on swivel for people like DeSantis and their antics. Correct. So there's that. DeSantis and the antics. We got more Black Hero News when we come back right here at The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. This is the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah, like the Bible, in the thick of some black current news. <laughs> yes. So, Amanda, we got to talk about Instagram because they're preparing a Twitter like app that's going to be launched this summer. So, if y'all didn't know, according to Bloomberg, many celebrities and influencers have been testing out this app in the hopes of leaving Twitter, you know, since Elon came over there. With all the shenanigans, he are off Twitter. So they need a new place to, you know, raise hell, apparently. Basically. <laughs> and Instagram was like, we got you. They better do this because Meta was a rap. Yeah, that Meta Meta has tanked. Yeah. Metaverse is not doing the things. I mean, when I saw, uh, what's the man name? Mark Zuckerberg on mm-hmm. camera talking to us. I said, oof, I don't want this. I don't want it. I don't want it. Whatever this is, it's the way for me. <laughs> um, but it's, although it's not... Um, Instagram, it's going to be in the Instagram universe. So you can still use your Instagram verification and handle on the platform. Also, they're looking to basically onboard high profile figures to get early access like athletes, actors, producers, showrunners, comedians, Amanda. I'm down for this because I'm already very involved in the Instagram universe and I left... Meta. I mean, not Meta. Sorry, Twitter. I love Twitter. So you want to be in the beta version? Yeah. So let us know how how it is. I'm down. I wonder how I get in the mix. I mean, honestly, when I heard this, I'm just like, we don't need no more social media. We have enough places for people to talk recklessly about stuff they don't know about. I don't. Need you know what? No You're right. Platforms. I mean, I will tell you this. I've been definitely <laughs> talking about lately just the fact that like we really didn't have to in intake so much negativity when I was mm-hmm. younger, but because of social media, we're we're definitely having to do it. But I will counter you by saying that in the efforts to like ban TikTok, Mm. in the efforts to try to have control of these different spaces with political entities, like how we've seen with Facebook, Mm -hmm. I do think that you kind of do need to have spaces where folks can counter. Yes, but I don't need them owned by the powers that be. Like, I don't need Instagram to make a new platform or Meta to make a new platform. I think if someone like an independent creator like you, Amanda, were like, I'm going to create a Twitter app, that would be dope, where it's kind of like grassroots. But there are people that have created those apps. I mean, I think it's just uh, you are in a marketplace that you're not going to... It's like an independent running against a Republican or a Democrat. Like, you're just not able to get over the hump to that level. Also, because we're just all conditioned to be on Twitter, Instagram. Like, even though like, I hate, you know, Instagram, I'll be on Instagram. Like, I guess I'll post a picture <laughs> <laughs> or I guess I'll post a tweet. 
Because for what it's worth, that's what everybody else is too. So it's like what everybody else is. So to see y'all, I guess I got to get on here. You know what though? I was thinking recently that like, I feel like I do have a large audience on Instagram, but I think a lot of the people that like are interested in the type of things that I talk about, they're actually over social media. So I have to figure out ways to get to them. And I'm hoping that, you know, this radio show is one of those. I mean, cause social media is a lot. You got to participate every day. It's like, it's what? like that group chat I got kicked out of. <laughs> Except they don't kick you off if you don't participate. <laughs> they don't kick you off. They don't kick I mean, Elon was kicking out people off Twitter. Exactly. <laughs> he was kicking people off Twitter. So, you know, that was since he's got over the over the group chat, he are, he is using his admin of administrative powers to kick people off the uh, app. It's a scary time. Y'all listen to my podcast, Small Doses, Side Effects of Mean Girls, to find out how I got kicked out of a group chat. Well, what do you all think? Would you sign up for this new Twitter that is going to be run by Instagram? Or once Twitter's gone, are you just like, it was a time, we did our time, time. and I'm out? Hit us up, one eight five five amanda 8 That's one 262 When we get back... We got a group chat topic, all right? Um, I was originally going to do it as MC check a but if I'm being honest, my anxiety is raging today, and I just don't got it in me. So you're going to get plain old Amanda Seals. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. What's up, y'all? It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here on mm-hmm. a Tuesday, and uh, normally this would be my Amanda Seals-like feature segment, mm-hmm. but I don't got it in me today. You ain't got it in you. And you know what? I will tell y'all, like part of me was like, you need to push through. You need to figure it out. And then I remembered, no, I don't. uh, Because this is radio. It's PR, (laughs) not ER. (laughs) And I think that, you know, we get really like conditioned to feel like you have to show up and show out all the time. It's like, yes. But sometimes it's really like, yeah. Capitalism. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So um, that being said, I'm not going to stop the conversation, though. We wanted to talk about this thing that a lot of people are talking about. We do. So you actually brought this to my attention, Amanda, because I didn't know this happened. Okay. But y'all, if y'all did not know, there was a travel influencer who was mom shamed for basically upgrading her airplane seats to business class while her son set economy, Amanda, economy. So Karen is a digital nomad. So basically she travels full time. So her and her husband were taking an international trip. So that's a long haul. Mm-hmm. 13 hours. 13 hours. Mm-hmm. They had the opportunity to upgrade their seats, but unfortunately their 10-year-old Aiden didn't have the proper flyer status to get the complimentary upgrade. So they left him behind in the back. This is bonkers to me. Now, okay, full disclosure, it was revealed that like she had posted this, but it was a joke and he actually was sitting with them. Okay. But there were so many people in the comments that before they knew that they were like, what's the problem? I don't see the issue. And to me, I don't understand how you don't see the issue. Mm-hmm. So this is the thing that people kept saying. They were like, well, children fly alone all the time. Like, what's the big deal? There is a difference with you being an unaccompanied minor right. and your parents leaving you to go sit somewhere else in the same place. If we were at a restaurant and I was 10 and my mom <laughs> and my god sister were just like, yeah, we want to go sit at that table. You're going to sit here by yourself. We're going to sit at the bar while you sit. While you sit here by yourself. <laughs> Bro, like, I'm never forgetting that. Also, it's 13 hours. It's not like y'all was going, like... From Atlanta to Orlando. (laughs) It's 13 hours. But I could not believe how many people in the comments were completely riding with this. I mean, I think also because he's 10. Right? If he was, like, a teenager, maybe? Of course. It would be different. Because also, teenagers don't want to buy you anyway. Exactly. Um, But a 10-year-old still went with their parents by them. Like, even one time, I went to Hawaii as a kid. 
And we couldn't sit together. I don't know why. I guess they didn't book the seat together. We were in the same section. Uh-huh. But like my dad was like across from me and my mom's like behind me or something like that. I mean, it didn't bother me, but like if had my parents like left me. Oh my I God. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, what do I do? Like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. I flew a lot by myself when I was a kid because uh, I was forced to go see my father who was trash. Uh, but that's what the government makes you do. <laughs> the law made me have to go see him. And also when you're an unaccompanied minor though, the flight attendants are assigned to you. Right. You have actual supervised adults. Yes. And you're like seated in the front. Mm-hmm. Like, and also your consciousness is I'm here by myself to go see somebody. If my mom left me, my whole consciousness would be like, this broad really left me She's back like, right, here. Girl, we'll see you after the flight. <laughs> we'll take pictures. You know, I saw somebody in the comments literally say, well, no one had a problem when uh, they did this to Kevin in Home Alone. Everyone and they had were, a problem. But. But people were answering like very seriously, like exactly. This is about black women trying to. I was like, I, people, I gotta get people off this internet. Talk about how Kevin McAllister's parents are terrible all the time. Even in the movie, the coppers like, "What are you doing? You missed? You lost your child for the second time? Like again? Again? Wow! One time, Devon and I like got like the last two seats on the plane, and we were like separate mm-hmm. because it was the last two seats on the plane. But we we got an argument like right before we got on the plane. So I was already like, I'm glad I'm sitting by myself because I don't want to be next to you right now. And then the flight attendant came up and she was like, hi, so you actually, uh, we had somebody that didn't show up for first class and you're next to be upgraded. <laughs> I was like, move me. So, you know, anywho, what do you all think? Are we overreacting? Would you leave your kid in the economy? <laughs> Why are you in business class, first class? By themselves. Mm-hmm. Not with their other siblings. Right. By themselves. Hit us up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. When we get back, we have more show for you. This is The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah Like the Bible. And, you know, we always want to keep you as informed as possible. So sometimes when there's stories we can't get to, we got to hit you with a headline. That means it's time for 60 Second Headlines. Jeremiah, hit it. All right. So Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina announced his candidacy for president on Monday and will enter the race with around $22 million cash on hand. So many other things he could have done than sign up to lose. (laughs) All right. Next one. Late hip hop legend Tupac Shakur will have a street in Oakland renamed after him following a unanimous vote by the city council on Tuesday. I feel like every time you drive down that street, you have to play Hail Mary, come with me. Very loud. We're looking for a new movie to watch. Eddie Murphy is set to make history as the first black Inspector Clouseau in the Pink Panther reboot. I'm so tired of a reboot, but I do appreciate that we will have a brother in this film. I wonder if he's going to have a French accent. (laughs) Okay, last one. Jay-Z and Beyonce purchased the most expensive home ever in California history at $200 million. I just don't need to know about this. And I never hear about them giving $200 million to anybody. So I just wonder how does this always, how is the story always about them making money and never giving it away? Shout out. <laughs> That's 60 second 
headlines right here at the Amanda Seals show. And I know people are already like, maybe they don't advertise how much they give away because I know y'all cannot allow any slander, but it's not slander. Well, send just, me a check, y'all. And we uh, <laughs> just send me a little, a little piece of it. A little piece of it. They can come to your housewarming party for your new apartment. <laughs> y'all keep it right here. This is the Amanda Seals show. When we get back, mm-hmm. we got the big up, let down and more. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. show they call me amanda seals i'm joined here with jeremiah like the bible and we are up 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 on a high vibration on this may 23rd did you know it's national brother day i did not know that well shout out to your brothers all of my brothers hey y'all hey y'all shout out to my brothers hey y'all shout out to the brothers the brothers fist in the air hey y'all <laughs> have you ever seen that brothers movie is that with, with- shamar more chestnut into other black people i can't think dl hugley and somebody else there's a fourth black man that's is it boris Kocha? I don't know. But yeah, have you ever seen that movie? No. Is that is Gabriel Union in that movie? I think she is. Is it she's dating somebody in that movie? She's dating yeah, of course mm-hmm. I've seen the brothers. She's yeah. dating uh Morris Chestnut. Yeah. That's the that's the you get the last piece of food on the plate movie. And that was like Bill Bellamy. That's who the fourth person. That was that whole like storyline of, you know, if he gives you the last piece of food on the plate, then that means that like y'all are actually in love. love. I don't know if that means that, but to their own, y'all. I mean, it's an indication. It's an indication. What do we got this hour for Black Hearing News? For Black Hearing News, we got to talk about a teacher who allowed a student to wear a KKK costume and they got banned from school, y'all. I just hate it here. Plus, Ice Cube is the latest artist to stand up against AI-generated music. And I'm not talking about Ellen Iverson, y'all. We're talking about artificial intelligence. Plus, we got the big up let down coming up. All that and more right here at the Amanda Seals Show. If you missed any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. Your girl Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah. Like the Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to get into some black hair news. This first story is confounding to me. It is. I don't know if you remember doing like school projects. In of course. School, you know, backboard. Sometimes you dress up. <laughs> I was very things. big into that type of thing. Really? Yes. Well, apparently this was, student was kind of big into it, maybe. Because a middle school teacher in Pulaski County, Kentucky, was suspended after she allowed a student to dress up as a KKK grand wizard as a part of a history project. I'm going to say it again. She allowed the students to dress up as a KKK grand wizard as a part of a history project. The Pulaski County School District also launched an investigation into the incident, which was reported to the Educational Professional Standards Board. I'm genuinely surprised. Like, we keep hearing stories of, like, actual, like, madness and Mm -hmm. people being like, this is fine. Mm -hmm. Literally, a murder happened on a train and people are like, this is fine. So I'm actually very surprised that the superintendent of the school district, Patrick Richardson, said, first and foremost, I'm extremely disappointed and embarrassed by this incident, which also was shocking to me. Because <laughs> if, be if it happened in Tennessee, they'd be like, yeah, this is fine. Uh, he said, I would hope our school and community realize that this does not represent the character of our students and staff at 
Southern Middle School or our district as a whole? Well, I hope not. Pulaski County, Kentucky. I just... Because Kentucky is also the home of Mitch McConnell. Yeah, I just feel like... And his what are coon, we doing? Um... Governor person running for oh yeah um Daniel I don't we don't need to yeah. say his name I can see his face but, I can um, as well <laughs> Daniel Cameron he looks like a raisin and potato salad um I just don't sometimes I'm really like what is going on in the schools like what is happening because why are you just about the KKK Grand Wizard like I don't I don't think in any in any context I don't need that I just want to know why you're gonna act like it's not funny to picture Daniel as a raisin and potato salad. <laughs> Like you let that just go, that was brilliant, and you just let it what they just call float the Calif- down the, California the river. Raisins. The California raisins, yeah, that was yeah. Like I just want to acknowledge that that was really funny, and Jeremiah tried to just skate on over it, but I laughed in my soul. Um, I just think at the end of the day, some people are going to be like, "It's just a costume," and it's like, no, it's actually not. The same right. way that it was so problematic when Prince William, not Prince William, Prince Harry, dressed up as a member of the third Reich as a Nazi soldier. Right, right. Like there's certain imagery that just does not need to be presented as if it is harmless. Right. I also think there's no, his, there's no educational value for you to dress up as a grand wizard for a class project. I don't think we need the, we need you in costumes to talk about the, the atrocities of the KKK in any capacity. Who put this together? <laughs> like, was your Nana like sewing the hood into the wee hours of the night to make sure that you I had mean, this? They could have put or, it in the closet. Check <laughs> it right like, out my mouth. It's right yep. here, right next to the. You're gonna wear your grandpappies. It's been passed down. Listen, let me take let me take it up a bit. Let me hem it for you. You right. I didn't even think about that because as a parent, even as a kid, like kids do all types of stuff. They're like, yeah. I'm going to do this. And you're like, let's not do that. <laughs> so that, like to your point, a parent had to co-sign this. It's like, oh yeah, let's do this. This makes sense. I mean, it is Kentucky, but you know, I would hope that you'd have more foresight to know that that's not what we're doing. No, they mess up a whole white sheet and pillowcase <laughs> for this project. And I also want to know, was the school student suspended? Because the teacher... Was suspended for allowing it. Was mm-hmm. it, what happened with the student? Mm-hmm. What happened with the parents? Y'all keep mm-hmm. talking about parents this, parents that, parents this. This is a situation where it's like, uh, Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so, what the F? How did we get here? Nobody's supposed to be here. Anywho, what do you all think? Again, are we overreacting? If your kids were in school and another schoolmate brought a KKK costume and wore it, KKK, uh, I don't even call it a costume, a KKK uniform, uniform right. and wore it, how would you feel? What would you respond? And like, where do you feel like you would go to first? The teacher, the principal, the superintendent? Give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Next up, Ice Cube. O'Shea. O'Shea Jackson stands up against AI generated music. We got that next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. See Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah Like the Bible. How you doing? I'm doing good. It's Tuesday. You know, that's Monday <laughs> the second. Okay. It's Thursday. So it's Thursday Friday, is Friday, Friday Jr. Junior. Tuesday we like Monday the second in my head, you know. Uh, all right, well let, let <laughs> let's let's do it. Uh, let's get out of your head and into this next like news story. Okay, we will get jumps to the head of Ice Cube because in a recent interview he had a lot of thoughts about this new AI technology in terms of the music industry, and he had this to say: "I think AI is demonic. 
Have you heard you know? the AI Drake song? Nope. I don't want to hear an AI Drake song. Yeah, I don't want to hear that bullshit. There's an AI. You should sue whoever made it. There's an AI yeah. Ice Cube coming for you, bro. Yep. I, and I'm going to sue the motherfucker <laughs> who make it, too. And the people in the platform that play it. <laughs> demonic is a strong word. <laughs> I, don't know if it's I met Ice Cube once. Um, he was muy serioso. Uh, you never seen his face in the movies with the scrunched up face? The, mm. I just thought that was acting. But he's very serious about this. I mean, listen, I don't think that it makes sense to even be serious about this because it's, it's, it's coming. It is coming. It's <laughs> so it, to me, it makes sense to figure out, like, how do we actually, like, make this more for the artist? Mm-hmm. I always say, you know, at this point, we realize that the technology is informing the business and not the other way around. That's why you're right. seeing all these strikes happening in Hollywood with the WGA probably coming next is SAG, et cetera, because the technology created these streaming services and they really did not create an actual business infrastructure that supports the artists. You saw Snoop talking about it the other day as it relates to streaming. Mm-hmm. Same with AI. It's just another thing that is a technolo- technological advancement that comes ahead of the business. And by the way, can we just acknowledge that, like m- the music business is archaic in general. Right. Right. Like they didn't even have to advance technology to a like great extent. It was just the artists were just like, we're done with y'all. Right. But I think it's kind of ironic though, to hear Ice Cube talk about AI in this way, because it seems kind of eerily similar to sampling. Okay. In what ways? Because when hip hop really started getting its ground, artists, uh, producers were using samples. They were using pieces of other records to create new beats. And baby, the the original artists were not happy with this. I don't know if y'all know this, but the original artist was like, you cannot use my sample for your records. And even to this day, to this day, mm. there's a lot of artists who like make a beat and then they can't clear the sample. Right. Because the original artist is like, no, I don't like it. I mean, I think Shaka Khan said famous, famously, like she didn't like uh, Through the Wire, like she didn't like that sample on Kanye West. <laughs> there you go. Shaka Khan is always famously saying things, and I love it. I just think that ultimately the advancement of music is going to involve technological advancements that are very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And so there has to be some type of give. And at this point, it just seems like, I don't know, what what is, you could keep suing. I mean, I think new. I think newer artists might have a different take on it than like older artists. Yeah, I saw yeah. an artist the other day who was like, oh, if you do an AI version of my song, like I just mm. need to get 50%. I mean, I think honestly, the technology just isn't that good right now mm. because every time I hear an AI generated song, you know, it's, it's it just something, it sounds off that makes sense. Like I'm, I can tell it's AI, like even if it's mimicking the person's voices, like something's off. But I'm really worried about people talking about the music industry. Is these folks taking AI in real life and calling people on the phone? That's what I'm scared about. That's, That's scary. The real thing. I've been hearing that, that people are doing this thing called um, spoofing. spoofing. So they will basically use an app to have someone call you. And when it comes up on your phone, it looks like the name right. of somebody in your phone. So they'll go in your, so we're about to give the scammers a whole <laughs> other plan. They will go in your contacts and be like, oh, Amanda knows Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. So now they will have the phone call me with Jeremiah's name mm-hmm. using this app. And so now when I get the call from you, I'm going to answer because it right. says Jeremiah. And then they use AI to mimic your voice, right. asking me for pertinent information that they can use to steal your it's identity. Like, Amanda, can you give me, my, give me my social security number? Right. And you're like, why are you calling for your social security number, Jeremiah? So that's the part for me. It's like, I don't know how that would actually work. And, um, I think the good thing for me is that I know anybody that they would call would be like, Amanda would never call me to get her passport number. Like she has it. 
<laughs> like you gotta start having passwords now. Like what's that? What's the family password? <laughs> facts. You're right. That's a great idea. Listen, st- y'all talking about AI and his music. Keep your head on swivel about this AI and in other, other parts places. of your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You said it. Well, there you have it. Uh, are, is is we always ask if we're bugging? I know I ain't bugging with this one. Is Ice Cube bugging? He might the dumb the 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 the, 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 the demonic demonic. I can't get it out. Yeah, that, that that was a bit much. It was a bit much. It was a stretch. <laughs> but hit us up and let us know what you think. One eight five five Amanda eight. That's it for Black Hero News. Coming up next, I got my big up let down on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show, y'all. This is Jeremiah Like the Bible, joined by Amanda Seals. And Amanda, it is now time for your Big Up Let Down. All right now, y'all, today's Big Up, Big Up goes to Ole Miss player steals three bases on one play. Now, I know y'all are like, Amanda likes baseball. Listen. <laughs> I really don't care about baseball, but I love baseball movies. But okay. what I really also am just impressed by is like when people can do amazing feats. Mm-hmm. And I even watched this as somebody who's not really a baseball fan and was like, gosh, darn. <laughs> so it's Ole Miss. So I, I feel like darn. gosh, darn makes sense. Peyton Chatnier, Chat, Peyton Chatnier took it to a whole new level, y'all. He was in a game against Alcorn State. He was on first base. So he decides, okay, I'm going to steal second base. Slid head first, was safe. Mm-hmm. In the midst of them, like, of the other team, like, getting their bearings, he said, oh, y'all ain't paying attention? Sprinted and hit third base, okay? Because the third baseman was closer to second base All than right. he was to the base. Right. So he ran past the third baseman. Safe. Then they're like, wait, hold up. So the other team is still like, how did he steal third base? And again, their mayhem, he then decided, you know what? Let's take it on home. And he made it home. And by the time he made it home, they wasn't even close to tagging him. And I just thought that was incredible. So shout out to Sh- uh, to Peyton. to Peyton Chatnier. And let me tell you, the baseball players have been making bank. Oh, they do. So he's in college. I, he about to go to the major leagues. And uh, this is a this is one for the book. So that's today's. Big up, big up. Today's. Let down. <sighs> for my candy connoisseurs. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, sometimes with these politicians, I'll be thinking they just doing things just because they want something to do. But then ever so often, yeah, for a headline, but ever so often, they get a little serious. (laughs) And they're getting way too serious about wanting to ban Skittles, hot tamales, and a host of other food items in California. Apparently, Assembly Bill 418, proposed by Jesse Gabriel, a Democrat from Woodland Hills, which, by the way, is very close to me. Mm -hmm. I feel like I need to go to his council meeting and be like, come on, bro. Knock on the door. He had this bill that passed overwhelmingly in the California State Assembly last week and now heads to the state Senate. And the bill will prohibit the manufacture, sale or distribution 
of products containing red dye number three. Cocaine. Titanium <laughs> dioxide, potassium bromate, brominated vegetable oil, or propyl paraben in the Golden State. So this includes Skittles and hot tamales. Mm-hmm. And needless to say, I ordered 24 boxes of hot tamales. You were smuggling? I mean, I'm a big fan of these candies. And I just been like, oh my gosh, like, does this mean that if you're flying and they like see it in your bag when you come home, like one box? Because now that means they won't sell it in the airport. They're not right. selling. And I'm like, I need to get a full list of the candies attached to this. Well, other food items too, because it's anything that has these chemicals because red dye is like in a lot of stuff red dye number three so what i need to look into though is is it the combination of all of these Uh, because it says or right but sometimes you know they have like very fine print that Mm. really tells you what it's all about i don't know guys i i I, we entering the candy prohibition for era so and yet guns are still (laughs) just out here bang banging away can't get hats and mileys but you can get a glock yep the blizzy Y'all, that is today's. Let down. Uh, actually, the Blizzy is a hot dog. I meant to say the Blicky. Uh, I did actually have a hot dog the other day, which also should be banned because we don't know what is in those. In it. But I had it at a movie theater and it was a situation where if I hadn't eaten, I was going to pass out. So don't blame me. All right. Keep it locked right here. 1855 Amanda 8. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's up, y'all? You're listening to the Amanda Seals Show. This is Jeremiah Like the Bible, joined by Amanda Seals. And if you miss anything, make sure you check out our daily podcast anywhere podcasts are available. Plus, we always love taking y'all calls on topics or maybe need some advice or want to say what's up to us. So call us anytime at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Phone lines open 24-7. Now, Amanda, somebody has a call about your smartphone and black show last week. You. They have thoughts. Let's hear it. Hey, what's up, Amanda? What's up, Jeremiah? I like the Bible. This is Cornell tapping in from Sunny Suncast, Sunny SoCal, i.e. to be exact. I just had the first thoughts talk about what happened last night. Oh, my God. Smart, funny, and black was dope. A-F, all caps. It was so fun. Shout out to Wayne Brady, Jalil White. Yo, Wayne Brady won, but Jalil White held his own. So I'm like, yo, he won too. I felt like everyone in attendance was all winners. Because it was just such a dope experience. Except for homegirl, you had the school, though. I was in second row. You was in a, you, you called her out in the first row. Yeah, she had to participate. If you're there, you got to participate. You know, my significant other is a co-conspirator. She looked over to me and said, babe, she better start participating for a matter. Go ahead and walk her out of here. Anyways, I had such a great time. Learned so much about hip-hop that I thought I already knew. Wayne Brady schooled me. Such a dope time. Thank you, Amanda, for creating this space for us. Big ups. Peace. Oh, man. Shout out to homies. So, you know, he's talking about the fact that there was a white lady in the front row at the show. She was there with her black man or whatever. And she just wasn't participating. And Smart, Funny, and Black is a very participatory show. And I also say at the very beginning of the show, mm-hmm. like, this is a safe space for black folks. Mm-hmm. If you are here, you're welcome, but you need to respect the space. And you respect the space by participating and by not drawing attention to yourself and distracting. And so she was already, like, not really doing, mm-hmm. like, we do the electric slide. You know, we do happy birthday. But, the you know, of course, the only version of happy birthday that black people sing, which is for Martin Luther King. Yeah. We also do this thing called the moment of ebony excellence, where I do this, like, hand motion in the audience copies me she really was not enjoying like involving herself in any of this jeremiah did i not first address this generally you did so the thing about it was as i was there i was like i couldn't see when i'm when i'm I'm backstage i can't really see the audience right when that happened the moment moment of excellence i was like 
in the back of the auditorium. Uh-huh. So I was like, who is this person that man is talking about? Because you got real specific. I'm like, they must really be doing something for you to get that specific. Because typically when I say a moment of any excellence, first, the first group of people like don't right. know, like people don't know that I mean for them to do it with me. Mm-hmm. Right. So then I'll say, do it with me. And so then the audience will do it with me. And then I'll be like, for everybody who thought I was joking when I said, do it with me. And so then everybody will like, do it with me. Right. Then I'll usually be like, for all the white people who didn't think that they should do it. But I had already seen her not do the electric slide. I had also already seen her not sing happy birthday. So I was like, oh, this is like your MO and you think it's cute. Some of y'all are listening and you're like, well, if they pay for their ticket, they can do whatever they want. Let me just make this explicitly abundantly clear. If you're coming to a comedy show and you're going to sit in the front row, you need to be laughing and you need to participate. That is not just about being at a comedy show. It's about courtesy to the artist. Mm -hmm. Okay, like don't come and take up space because it's also about courtesy to the fellow patrons mm. like you're just distracting and if you're in a cultural space and you are not of that cultural base do not distract from that do not distract from that i know some people jeremiah were like oh well maybe she didn't know that she could participate she knew if i go to a bar mitzvah i am not there saying when are we going to swag surf and that's just that <laughs> not getting nowhere else Nowhere else. And so we are doing two free shows uh, of Smart, Funny and Black in Nashville, Tennessee on June 17th as a part of the Juneteenth celebrations in partnership with National Museum of African-American Music. And those tickets are going to be available for free on Saturday, May 27th. That's this Saturday. So you'll be able to go to AmandaSeals.com and get your tickets. So you should definitely do that and understand from now on, I'm going to reserve the first two rows. And then I'm going to observe who is really like having a great time. Those people are going to get moved into the front rows. Okay. That's what we better do. Come on, gay, keep the front row. Well, that's what Billy Joel does. Really? He buys out the first two front rows of his, of his shows. And then he pulls people from the nosebleed seats. Mm-hmm. That's cute. We love that. We love that. And we love y'all. Hit us up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Look out for the episode. I mean, look out for the show. It's going to post on YouTube. So you can go ahead and follow me at Amanda Seals TV and subscribe. So that you get the alert. So that you can find out what you were missing. When we get back, we're talking about a wax museum figure. What are we talking about? We're going to talk about Meg Thee Stallion and this wax figure. <laughs> All right. We're going to do that and more when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the show i'm amanda seals florida i mean sorry california is annoying because like you get dressed in the morning when it's cold Mm -hmm. and then like by 11 a.m you're like it's It's not full-on hot i'm in here with a full sweatsuit on dying right now Mm -hmm. you know i live close to the beach too so like it's usually colder when i drive north it gets increasingly warmer i'm like this is this is a problem i keep turning on the air and the air is like what do you want from me you, it was one day you had texted me. He was like, oh my God, it's so gloomy outside. I'm like, it's sunshine. Where you I'm literally <laughs> said that. You were like, it's actually sunshine, but whatever. Go ahead. Go off, girl. <laughs> so what do we got coming up this hour? Jump this hour. We got to talk about some transgender people who are having some issues. Two different stories, but both facing the same problems. People discriminating against them for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Plus, we got to talk about making the style. You're getting a wax figure. 
And I've heard you don't really like wax figures, Amanda. Or you have thoughts about them, I should say. She's creepy. <laughs> Plus, a mom in a day upgraded to business class to leave the 10-year-old to flying economy. Well, at least what they say on the internet. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Plus, we got to get into how black do we feel today. All right. We're going to do all of that and more right here at the Amanda Seal Show. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. So don't go anywhere. Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here with Jeremy Like the Bible. Black Great News. It is time for Black Great News. Now, Amanda, you know it's hard being black in America. It's hard being an oppressed person. It's also hard being a trans person in America because, like every other day, they're trying to figure out a way. How can we other people and go out around with it to do that? Right. Through laws, through discrimination. So we have two stories I want to kind of cover. So the first one is about a transgender cyclist who won a female category at a gravel race, but had to stand alone at the winner's podium after they won because the second place, um, second place um, recipient, Lindsay, Lindsay Crete, and the third place winner, Michelle Van Sickle, refused to appear at the medal ceremony after Leslie Mumford won her age group in the 100-mile desert gravel run, which when I think about that, that's really sad to win. I mean, y'all lost anyway, so don't stand next to me. But just for the humanity of it to win a race, win first place, and then the sportsmanship be out the window because you're a trans person. I just can't imagine it. So earlier we were talking about how uh, technology as it relates to like the music and like the artistic space mm-hmm. ends up informing business, right? Mm-hmm. And how a lot of times business is lagging behind. When we're looking at what's going on with trans folks, what we're seeing is that society is lagging behind Mm -hmm. reality. So there's this idea that if we just shame and ignore and dismiss and harass and oppress trans folks enough, then they will just go away. Mm -hmm. The reality, though, is that they were always here. Right. They were always here. Mm-hmm. So for me, it is counterproductive to operate that way. And it becomes more about how do we create new spaces? And when we talk about this whole thing with the sports thing, it always ends up coming down to capitalism, yeah. by the way. So what I mean by that is that as it relates to sports, the real at the bottom line root of all of this is that people who are competing do not want to compete against trans folks who have transitioned because Mm -hmm. they feel like it will create an unfair advantage for those folks, which essentially means that the other folks who are competing feel like they won't have the same access to endorsements, to Mm -hmm. money, to winnings, et cetera, et cetera. To me though, the real reality is that we have for so long separated sports by gender and that seemed basic enough, Mm -hmm. but it is not a reflection of the true reality of our society. Yes. And our society has to understand and contend with the reality that it is, by and large, becoming very clear to everybody that gender is only a construct. Mm-hmm. A lot of us just accepted that, you know, because it was what we were born into. But as you get more educated and you get to more, more awareness, you understand that gender is a construct. Now, I know there's women specifically who are listening and are like, no, you're erasing me. You're erasing um, the original woman, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> and the truth is. I don't know why we look at things that way. Right. I don't know why we see things in this fashion of if we make room for others, then we are be, we are erasing mm-hmm. because no one is saying, at least I'm not saying that 
trans women are supposed to be called the like they're supposed to be considered the same thing as women who are cisgendered. That's the whole point of the difference. Like right. it's uniqueness. Mm. But I don't know why we can't make room for that uniqueness. And I think that's the thing that is kind of confusing for a lot of folks. Uh, y- you know, there's there's just this constant pushback. So that's unfortunate. And I mean, at the end of the day, this is what ends up happening in change. There's going to be people who are a part of the transition in this case, literally and figuratively. Again, I just want our listeners to just consider opening your mind. Mm -hmm. We have a live, I I didn't know how many folks felt so strongly about this. And I just want you to know, no matter how strong you feel about this, it does not change the reality. And that's what I think people are not grasping. Your Feelings and your beliefs does not undermine the true existence of reality. Because your beliefs are not facts. They're just your opinions. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Anyways, um, what would what would the Amanda Seal show be if we weren't educating even when it's just a thing that's obvious? All right, keep me keep it right here. When we get back, we're gonna talk about something that's not deep at all. <laughs> Make this audience wax figure. Correct. <laughs> Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here with... Jeremiah Like the Bible. And uh, <laughs> shout out to Houston Heidi Meg the Stallion. Yes, because Megan the Stallion joined Madame Two Sides to reveal she has two separate figures of her image. And the figures will be displayed in Las Vegas and New York City beginning June 1st. So I don't know if you saw the video of her like seeing these real life replicas of her, which was crazy. But when I was looking at this, we were talking about it. You told me you ain't really like rock with the whole wax figure thing. It's so weird to me. (laughs) It's like legit weird because I don't get it. Like and people be really at the museum like posed up. Yeah, it's taking pictures. And I'm like. Is is the fascination the realism of it? I think so. Because even the people, when they see themselves, they're like, wait, this, how is this, this is me. It's like a twin. It's like the Spider-Man meme. You're like, wait. <laughs> now, some a little, you know, a little sketchy. Sketch. Yes. <laughs> Let's not get it twisted. But the ones that are really good are really good. I just think it's just another extension of like weird things that humans have come up with to try to like entertain ourselves. Yeah. You know, like carnivals. So like y'all just going to go to this town and you got to set up. Like, cause at, for, at one point in time, like carnivals were small rides. Mm-hmm. Now they're like setting up entire roller coasters <laughs> out of a trunk, out of a suitcase. <laughs> and you're like, so we supposed to go on this. And the person running it looks like they're on meth, like in the middle of the day. Like it mm. just feels very not safe. And we're like, it's fine. It entertains us. We got circuses. Okay. At one point in time, circuses finally, by the way, they have decided that animals and circuses is inhumane. Right. But at one time they had people in circuses. Freak yeah. shows like that was like a real thing. People had a traveling freak show and you would go to the circus and people would like be like, oh, you have two heads. Oh, you have a giant nose. Oh, this is the Venus hot and tot. Like this was a thing. Dog shows, y'all. 
As a dog lover, you don't like dog shows. It's not that I even. It's not even to say that I don't like it. You, I just think it's some weird human thing that we pe- okay. that we came up with. Like here's gonna be we're we're gonna put dogs on display, <laughs> not even to like show off like their agility because like I actually like those agility competitions. I right, think that right. makes like sense. But like they just be like, we're gonna try this dog around. For Look at his nose. Look at his teeth. I mean, it's the New York Fashion Week for dogs. Touche. (laughs) It's just bizarre. Again, one of those things that humans came up with because we're bored. But with that, so you have to understand, people also just like to win things. Like, they can find a way to get a trophy or a ribbon. (laughs) They can be like, I'm the best at this. Watch this. But you're really not. (laughs) Like, you literally just have, like, a really, like, you have a dog that you managed to, like, really take good care of. The thing that got me that humans did to entertain themselves was that crate challenge. Because why was y'all getting crates and running them up, running running up them in the middle of a parking lot? Like whose idea was that? Who was really bored for that to happen? The crate challenge was a time. That was people had <laughs> in Atlanta, the people was like in full parks, like having like whole events and like winning money and stuff. Well, while we're on that, gender reveal is another one that I'm like, why? Okay, yeah. Where did where what are we where did we come up with this? Honestly, it's not even about the gender thing, because you know that's a whole conversation about whether or not you want No, it's what they do for the reveal. Well, also that, but also it's like it's a lot of events for this baby that ain't here yet. We gotta do the baby shower, <laughs> a gender reveal. It's like too much. And people want gifts for all this stuff. It's like I'm not doing all that. They want gifts for the gender people reveal? They want gifts. I'm like Oh yeah, that's too much. No, people be The worst part forces. of the gender reveal is that if you're not going to be happy no matter what <laughs> is revealed, then don't do the gender reveal. There was this video of this little boy. The mama, I guess her job was to bring the balloon to mm-hmm. the um, reveal with the little uh, color inside of it. The little boy pops the balloon on the way out of the house. Okay. And like, basically ruins the surprise. Okay. And everybody's just like, oh my God, now what do we do now? And it's like, well, I guess it's canceled. No gender reveal. It's a boy. It's a boy. <laughs> 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 they could have sent the video to the. It was like a rain camera. They could have sent the rain camera to the. It's a boy. <laughs> to the family. Let's uh, let's all eat. Let's eat. Bye. Y'all, it's the Amanda Seal Show. Uh, that's it for Black Heart News. Mm-hmm. And when we get back, we gotta talk about this whole plane situation that I've been seeing play out on the on the Instagrams about a couple that upgraded and left their ten year old son in coach. Is this parenting that we want to get behind, or is this ridiculous? I want to hear your thoughts. Keep it like right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. This is Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And I'm here with Jeremiah Like the Bible. And I gotta ask you, Jeremiah Like the Bible. How black do you feel today? Um, how black do I feel today? I feel I feel Judge Mathis black. And not because I know a crackhead when I see one. The more I look at you, the more you smell like crack. Okay. Because y'all, I did my civic duty yesterday and <laughs> I went to jury duty and I went there. I didn't do a case, obviously. But I went there and I felt proud because, you know, part of our rights as American is to have due process and a jury of our peers. So I feel like that I felt I was part of the process, you know. I think also too, part of me was like, this is really inconvenient and it's messing up my day. But other part of it is when like, you know, things actually do happen. You do want people that look like you on the jury. You want yeah. the possibility. So I was like, okay. Jury of your peers. Right. I'm like, I might, I might be that, that one voice that saves somebody's life. Yeah, might be that. <laughs> yeah, might be that. Um, how black do you feel today? Oh, how black do I feel today? Um, I feel Miss Cleo Black. Okay. I feel Miss Cleo Black because 
Like when I, when I have anxiety, it feels like it's usually like related to like some type of vision, like some type of psychic thing that's, that's happening. Mm -hmm. And I've had anxiety all day. Like my neck starts burning, like my body, just my nerve endings are open. I'm like, somebody get me a weighted endings. blanket, please. Uh, so I feel like Miss Cleo today. So call me now. one amanda 8 That's one 262 How black do you feel today? Let us know, y'all. When we get back, we got uh, politicians say the darndest things. Mm -hmm. 60 second headlines. That's right. Big up, let down. That's right. All of that is coming up it. next on the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Sean and Seals here with Jeremiah Like the Bible. And we are here for the final hour of the show. Mm -hmm. And it's May 23rd. It is. That means that tomorrow is May 24th. And then what's the day after that? May 25th. And then what's the day after which is my 29th birthday that is correct and yes. you keep trying to downplay it because you yes. feel like 29 doesn't matter well at first I don't know where we are going I was like the 24th <laughs> and I was like oh we're going all the way down the, the day we are yes we I'll are. be turning 29 on Friday so I'll be a year older and wiser so everything I say will be more important next year <laughs> sure it will everything <laughs> I say <laughs> will hold more weight Sure, yeah, why not? I believe that, I believe that. Shout out to everybody who's celebrating your birthday. We are officially in Gemini season, so that's the weirdness, why. that's why my neck is burning. <laughs> the Gemini. The Geminis are out. If you miss any of the show, remember you can listen to our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. Go to The Amanda Seal Show. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn, y'all. Keep it locked. Yes, y'all, it's The Amanda Seal Show, and it is time for... Politicians, Politicians say the darndest, darndest things. things. Listen, Amanda, the South got a lot going on. Always. <laughs> and North Carolina House Representative Jeff Neely had this to say to Representative Abe Jones. Representative Jones, I, I want to ask you the question is, I understand that you went into public school and you went to Harvard and Harvard Law. And the question, I guess, is, would you have been able to maybe achieve this if you were not an athlete? or a minority? I'm just gonna say one thing. Harvard had five rankings for their students. One, two, three, four, five. And when I graduated from Harvard, I was in rank two. So I earned my place and I did well. Ooh. Why do we have to apologize to, like, not apologize, but like, why do we even have to explain ourselves to people? I would just do the mic, like. <clears throat> the man who asked this question was wearing a literal, like, bright blue, green and mm -hmm. pink plaid suit with a face as red as a tomato because he knew he was a fool for even asking the question. I think he probably got dared. Boo boo the fool. Boo boo the fool. And it's just obviously, and he, and by the way, he tried to look like, wh <laughs> what? I don't understand. <laughs> And this is, to me, a clear example of what we would consider to be a microaggression. But because it's not it it, micro, well, because it's done on a mic <laughs> in front of everybody, it becomes a macro aggression. And I think a lot of people don't understand that these are not innocent questions. Right. They always have an ulterior to them. You really asked me, would I have not gotten into Harvard if I weren't 
an athlete or a minority. I throw this microphone at you, man. What are you talking about? And the man felt compelled to tell him, like, I well, I did my I did good at Harvard, so I earned my spot. And it's like you shouldn't have even right. said that. I ain't giving you all that. I'm not even giving you all that. And you know, the question also is like, so what do you mean? What do you think you would be in this House of Representatives if you wasn't white and in the South? Also, we being for real, I feel like the Ivy League sometimes be we be overhyping them because a lot easy, of you folks, easy, well, easy, no, not in easy. the sense that like Columbia grad that, here, Columbia grad right here, easy. But a lot of people that go there aren't necessarily there because of um, merit. A lot of times they're there because of legacy. Right. So I feel like we got to chill. Like, yes, if you get in, get into it, that's great. Anybody that goes into it, like higher ed, ed and is able to be successful, awesome. Like, if you go to Howard University, awesome. But I don't like people in there just in there skating through. Don't really know nothing. You're also, for what it's worth, not getting into these schools simply because you are a minority. Right. And the concept of that is beyond my scope of comprehension. Even when there was affirmative action, people think that affirmative action meant that if you had lower scores than this other person, but you right. were black, then you were bumped to the top of the line. That's not no. what it meant. What it meant was if we got to choose between these two people, mm-hmm. y'all got equal things, equal status, equal scores, etc., and we can only choose one of you, we're going to choose this person because we already have 75% of these people. Right, right. And then white people are like, that's not fair. And it's like, well, what would the other alternative be is it more fair that you would get picked but why why would you get picked Mm -hmm. what is it about you that makes you more special because really what it means is that you just have more privilege period talk about it i just feel like every break this this today like has just been me (laughs) ranting like i've been spitting in the mic i'm just like so frustrated with just the state of things and the ways in which people are getting away with saying wildly racist statements it's because no one's throwing mics at them amanda well i've been saying for a long time people need to get beat up (laughs) just when they get when they get beat up. I mean, there's that's the only way. Well, what do you all think? One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. We got six second headlines when that's we get right. back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, Jeremiah, like the Bible. Your girl Amanda Seals here, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. I'm about to check on out, man. We got to check on out. We had a great day. We talked about a lot of things, we even did. though I was riddled with anxiety I've been riddled with anxiety all day some days I don't know about y'all who deal with anxiety but some days it's just you just have anxiety like you don't know why mm-hmm. you don't know if there's like some connection that you're making to like the ancestors like they downloading yeah like I don't know like sometimes I'm just like is this like some energy like shift that I'm making on another plane another dimension that I'm just not aware of but it's happening regardless like I don't know but maybe uh, Mercury is in microwave was out of retrograde now so that's not it that's not it mercury and microbraids damn well no. maybe saturn i saw that some saturn doing something so maybe that's <laughs> what returning. it is it is returning well specifically for you because you're turning 29 at the end of the month that is the height not the end of the month but yes at the end of the month at the yeah. end of the week but that's the height of the saturn return Woo! Saturn returns an astrological phenomenon where basically Saturn takes 30 years to orbit the sun. And they say that every 30 years you go through a transition into a new phase of adulthood. And so that time can be very uncertain. It can feel very unwieldy and it can feel like everything that made sense to you at one point just all of a sudden doesn't like your friends, your career, etc. Accurate. I'm just here doing a radio show, yeah. I'm just doing a radio show straight through it with the blinders on. I feel you. That, I, I mean, at my during my Saturn returns, I was doing the same. I was doing a show on Black Voices AOL, and it was just like, I'm just gonna do this and and push through. And one day I'm gonna be like, oh okay, that was that was cool. We're on the other side. <laughs> 
Well, we are on the other side of this show. We talked about a lot of things today. We did. We talked about the NAACP internet travel advisory to avoid Florida, y'all. We've been telling y'all. We said it before for, for the NAACP. So we've been said. Yes. They got it from us for real, for real. We've been honest. <laughs> also, we talked about Ice Cube saying that AI generated music is demonic. I don't know how That's, accurate he, that is. He's doing a lot. But he did say it. That was not a misquote. Yes. Amanda gave the California Senate uh, <laughs> let down because they're trying to ban Skittles, y'all. No! Hot tamales and she not having it. I'm not. She's about to start smuggling them in from Tijuana. <laughs> Plus, also there was this teacher in Kentucky who allowed a student to wear a KKK costume during a history project and got banned from the school, y'all. A mess. And if you missed any of it, then all you got to do is go to wherever you get your podcast, put in the name of this show, and boom, you can check it out. All right. Remember to hit us up also on social media at Seals Said It and give us a call one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Now, coming up on Wednesday's show, we'll have all your black hearing news. You got your big up, let down. Another edition of Politicians Say the Darndest Thing. And apparently the DOJ plans to commemorate George Floyd's death by announcing a new law enforcement policy. Hmm. All that's coming up on The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.